Welcome to Playing with Baby C. Baby C's mom describes how they're working through tantrums and how they're playing at 20 months. Enjoy! Hello friends, thank you so much for tuning back in. We've been on hiatus, we were reuniting with family and it was wonderful and stressful and busy and relaxing and all of the things that reuniting with family is. And now we're home and definitely feeling a little bit like we did at the beginning of the pandemic with all of the news coming out. And uh, rather than dwell on that, I would like to share how Baby C is playing at 20 months. So Baby C has become very opinionated on what he wants to do and what he wants us to do and having a lot of big feelings around that. So he's now having tantrums when we don't do what he wants us to. And it could be something as simple as he wants us to turn on a light switch, but we don't. And he gets really frustrated and he starts stomping his feet in place and crying. And I have to say, show me, show me what you want to do. And he'll kind of calm down and then point to what he wants to do and we'll do that. So that's been a really big development in our daily play. And it's also making me slow down more. Like I can't just go from one activity to the next with him. I have to get down on the floor with him or get down on his level and comment on what he's doing. Like, oh, you're putting those blocks together. Look at that, you're putting them together. Okay, we're going to go into the kitchen and make lunch soon. Or, okay, we're going to change your diaper soon. And then continue to let him play for a bit. And he'll eventually sort of lose interest in that activity. And I've prepped him for what's next. And then I'll usher him into the next thing. And there still may be some resistance if it's not what he wants to do. But at least it's not coming out of the blue and feeling... Uh, unfair to him because he wants to be in control of his body and of what he does next and he doesn't like it if I just pick him up and take him to where I want to go anymore. And in terms of how he's playing, I mean, he just doesn't stop right now. He just goes and goes and goes and mostly runs everywhere these days. Uh, Sometimes he'll walk, but usually he's running And I'm sure if I were to put some sort of step counter wristband around his wrist, it would probably say, I don't even know how many miles, 10 miles a day. He just doesn't stop. So we definitely are on our feet a lot. And I'm finding that uh, I still like to sort of let him lead what he wants to do when he's inside or even in outside spaces. But I do feel better and less mom guilt when I am thinking of new things for him to try, and I don't mean that I spend a lot of time doing it, but I feel better when I've kind of come up with something new for him to encounter, and these aren't things that take me a long time to set up. They're things that I find interesting, like I stumbled across this science website for a museum in San Francisco, and they had this cool idea to tape a pencil to a cup so that the eraser side is standing up and then find various objects in the house to balance on the tip of the pencil. So we did that and we got a ladle from the kitchen and one of his little uh, toy rings and 
he just watched me and, and handed to me and tried to stack himself some of these objects. And it was really cool to see how they could just balance on this small little point. And it maybe kept him interested for five minutes, but it felt good to me that we were looking at something new. And another one of the activities we did recently was uh, we have uh, some orange trees in our backyard and we picked a couple pieces of the fruit off of them and I put them in his uh, DIY uh, water table containers and gave him a ladle and he just scooped the oranges from one container to the next or dunked his hand in and threw them and just sort of played with the citrus fruit on a hot day. And this is pretty random, but he recently learned left from right, totally by accident, from when we were sitting at, he was sitting in his high chair and kicking his legs. And I grabbed one of his feet and I said, I'm going to kiss your left foot. And I'm going to kiss your right foot. And he really got a kick out of that. And when I said, I'm going to kiss your right foot, he waited a second and then he lifted up his right foot. I said, oh my gosh, does he really know left from right? And sure enough, we kept doing that and making it fun. And he can now, you know, hold out his left arm and hold out his right arm and turn his left cheek and his right cheek. And we are now working on steering left and right. Like when we take walks, okay, well, let's turn to the left. Let's turn to the right. But that was completely by accident play. And another simple fun game that I got the idea for off of one of my favorite Instagram accounts, Joseph and Mummy Play Ideas, uh, was this uh, foil-wrapped matching game. So Joseph and Mummy Play Ideas did it with uh, matching animals, but we did it with matching rings. So he has this uh, ring toy that has, I want to say like maybe 10 different colors of rings and like two purple, two orange, two yellow. So I wrapped one of each color in foil and it took him a bit of time to unwrap it. And then I said, okay, where's the other purple ring? And he grabbed the other purple ring and he got this big excited look on his face like he was so proud that he matched the colors. And I think something about hiding one of the colors or wrapping one of the colors made him connect that it was a matching game because he hasn't quite matched things. He hadn't quite matched things before playing this game. And one of my other favorite ways we're playing right now is with a toy baby stroller and his stuffed animals. So I think off target, it was something like $9.99 for this little toy baby stroller. It's pink and he can roll it around the house and he likes to put his different toys or stuffed animals in it and roll it all around the house. And when one of the stuffed animals accidentally falls out or is put in upside down, we say, oh, oh gosh, are you okay, Elmo? Let's make sure Elmo's okay. And we pick up Elmo and we make sure he's okay. We, we pat him on the back. We give him a hug. We give him a kiss and we put him back inside the stroller. <laughs> and sometimes he just throws Elmo on purpose so that I'll give him a pat and a kiss. Uh, but I think it's kind of a fun little way of playing because maybe it's teaching him empathy. I have no idea. I just think it's maybe showing some care for others, even if that other is a, you know, a stuffed animal. And 
I do think that hopefully will translate to real people or real children at the park. You know, he's kind of gotten into a stage where he'll sort of go up to a child and, you know, touch them on the head. And sometimes he touches them too hard. So we're teaching him soft. You know, you have to touch soft, whether that's us when he gets sort of overamped or another child or his toy. And the stroller toy play idea is, I guess, helping reinforce that in my mind, at least. And lastly, his favorite, favorite thing to do right now is chase. He loves it when his dad runs through the house acting silly and Baby C chases him. And then his dad hides behind a corner and says, boo. And then Baby C gets excited and he runs off and his dad chases him. And it's super sweet. And this is what it sounds like. Okay, that's all we have for you for this episode. I hope you can relate and got some fun ideas. Looking forward to next time. Take care.